0: Good morning. Welcome back to Driving Theology. This is Mike and it is the last day of February. February 28th, 2018 here in Japan. Wow, has it been a crazy month. Uh, uh, My car is going to make some noise for a little bit. Let me see if I can rearrange some of this stuff. I uh, have a lot of junk in my car right now. Uh, some of you may know, may not know, but I live kind of in a hilly area, and uh, as I get out of the <laughs> get out of the hills, all the junk in my car shifts and moves around a little bit. Oh well, it is what it is. Um. So, yeah, uh, today I'm going to talk uh, to do something a little bit different. I'm going to talk a little bit about business. Um, uh, if you've been following me, you know that we're we're opening up a cafe. This is the, uh, uh, the second kind of official business that uh, I've started in Japan. My wife and I have started in Japan, and we've taken on a partner for this cafe. And so, man, you know, my mind is kind of thinking uh, in business terms these days a little more than I'd like. I'm not a natural Businessman. Uh, I, I really love the creative side of it. I like the community that places and uh, spots like this can bring, but I'm really not a money guy. Um, it doesn't come natural to me. Uh, I don't even like the idea of making a profit um, off of people. Uh, if I had my way, Sorry, I'm having some coffee down and spilling a little bit here. That's hot. If I had my way, I'd probably not be in this kind of business, but I also don't uh, want to take charity. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. That's where you are. Uh, so I guess the you know the way to go about it is to. Uh, The, do the work that has been placed in front of you, and uh, follow Jesus the best you can. And hopefully everything will work out. So today I wanted to talk about something that's been on my mind that I'm trying to figure out because we're supposed to open in about three weeks, and uh, if things go the way they are right now, we are going to suffer from a uh, lack of cash flow. Uh, now, some of you are going to understand cash flow better than me, in fact, I don't understand it very well, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of, you know, talk about that from my understanding and hopefully come to a better understanding of it, and, and who knows, maybe we will figure out a uh, spiritual connection uh, as oftentimes happens with these things, but this idea of cash flow kind of woke me up early this morning, earlier than I needed to be up tonight kind of been thinking on it all morning and uh, trying to figure out um, just how we're gonna go about this. So my partner and I had an initial investment that we agreed upon and, and we each put in a X amount of money and we are about ready to open, but it's also we're also getting very low. Um, we still have a few things to go and we're not quite where we wanna be. Uh, but, uh, most of the stuff we need from here on out are not bigger equipment items or anything like that, but more what I would consider cash flow stuff. We need, we need the, the ingredients in the cafe to be able to sell to the customer to make the money. We have, we have all of the infrastructure, if you will, the, the, you know, espresso machine and the ovens and. Fryers and the you know the air conditioners and the lights and the tables and the chairs and the counters and all that stuff is just about ready to go. Uh, but what we don't have is money for groceries, and we are a cafe slash restaurant, and so uh, that's a that's a cash flow thing, right? We need we need money uh, to be able to help everything flow. You, you you need to spend money to make money, right? That's that's the old, the old adage. So. If we spend X amount of money to to produce one uh, latte, a certain amount of that we have to buy up front, right? We have to buy the milk and the coffee, and to, to some extent the, the infrastructure, of course, is included in that, but uh, we need money to be able to buy the goods we're going to sell, okay? So we've been taking care of the permanent physical uh, stuff of the cafe, but at this point now we need to go to what I call the more soft items—the you know the, the, the ingredients and the things that we would like to sell. And this includes things like uh, paper cups and and takeout boxes and bags and, and uh, you know things with logos on them and, and advertising and you know all this kinds of stuff. And I don't think we're going to have to do much advertising because. Uh, that's going to kind of happen on its own and I'm excited about that. but nonetheless, uh, we have just about zero cash flow at this point. You know, no, nothing that we've agreed upon. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have to get a small business loan for our cash flow uh, you know which is whatever it's fine. Um, uh, we've invested up to this point to get a loan, a small loan to take care of the cash flow problem. Uh, is probably a, a good thing to do. So, I think we're gonna be okay, right? But that cash flow, I think, is what dooms a lot of businesses early on. They don't, they don't plan ahead for that, and that's, that could happen to us if we're not careful. Um, so we need, at this point, money to spend on the stuff that we would like to sell assume that's what cash flow is, but it also takes care of uh, salaries, right? Cash flow is going to take care of paying uh, the people who work there and the electricity bill, and the, the gas bill, the garbage bill, all that kind of stuff. Um, so basically, we need money to run the business now. We've, we've spent or nearly spent all of the money to get the business started. Uh, but we need now uh, the capital uh, by which we will start making money finally. But we've, um, of course, it all kind of flows together. But yeah, cash flow—that's that's what we need at this point. We need some money that that we can use, especially for the first several months, to kind of get us up on our feet and running. The other thing about business that I'm learning is we need to. Waste as little as possible. <laughs> uh, it's easy to spend money on stuff uh, that you don't need, but you think you need, and, and you weigh every single decision, right, based on how much, how important you think it's going to be to the image of the cafe. You weigh almost every single, uh, every single decision every time. Like, okay, should I get, uh, this kind of paint or that kind of paint? This is cheaper. That's more expensive, the more expensive sp- stuff is probably going to look better. That means the cafe is going to have a better image, which means people are going to want to come and spend more time there, uh, and feel better about themselves when they do. And so, yeah, we better get the more, more expensive paint. Well, the thing is in our, uh, kind of hyper aware, um, that we are in when we're building this business. Most customers are not that hyper aware of all these these kinds of things. Uh, And Yeah, so anyway, at this point I worry that we have overspent uh, on certain aspects of the business. Uh, And that will play out. You know, we'll just see how that plays out in the end. Um, But man, we have gotten so much help and support from uh, friends and family uh, in this endeavor. People have come by and volunteered their time to help uh, paint and, and uh, clean. And even got some guys putting bricks up, and, and really our whole community is, is rallying behind us to help us get this thing up and running. Um, and this is coming out of uh, kind of a request or a need um, from our community, this whole cafe idea. There's a couple aspects to it. Uh, so, I'm really excited about the possibility that that the cafe will will have some community life, some Jesus life in it. Uh, and I think that's already happening in a, in a, and we, we forget. Um, you know, we tend to tend to forget about uh, why we're doing what we're doing and who's making it all possible. We forget that it's not all uh, based on us. You know, there's, we, we have uh, a an all-powerful, all-powerful God named Jesus who uh, is invested in us. He's dedicated to us. Uh, and so it's real easy for us to just get stressed about all this stuff. Uh, but I want to talk about cash flow because I, as, as I thought about talking about this this morning, I, I kind of had a an inkling that there might be a, a spiritual uh, parallel to cash flow. Uh, and yeah, so one thing that a lot of people have is the ability to make a decision. But Many of us are, are not blessed with the ability to foresee what we'll need to carry through with that decision. Uh, and I'm not sure it can be any other way, right? I don't, I don't, think, I don't think it's really possible for us to, to not do that, right? I mean, I think that's just kind of what it is. It's just how things work. Try to get some heat in here. to Jesus. G- Of cash flow uh, to the believer what do you need uh, to to live this life you you obviously have what you need or you believed that you had what you need to make the decision to follow Christ but what what do you need now what, what is the what is the cash flow that you need to actually operate uh on any level of peace and faith and comfort in the kingdom that you've decided to join, right? We we spend all of our energy on that decision, uh, never really being prepared for or thinking about what we'll need to see through that decision. Um, and I think most people that stick with it anyway come to some conclusions about what's needed. Uh... I think a lot of it's obvious, probably, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, it's important to, to help each, you know, help each other diagnose what we're lacking because the the life of a Jesus follower is perilous. It's difficult. It's not. It's not going to be a bed of roses. It's not ever promised to be an easy life, right? Um, and so that's, you know, that's a good thing to think about. What, what does that mean? What does it mean to, um, yeah, what does it mean? So, uh, I recently, uh, I've helped some people come to Christ, right, um, down through the years, and I have failed at giving them cash flow, and some have, have fallen away and are disconnected from the body. I still have hope for them. Now the obvious answer to cash flow, people are going to say knowledge of the Bible, biblical knowledge, the, the, the ability to wisely read and discern what's in the Bible. And I won't dispute that. Okay. I won't dispute that. I'd say that that is one. Yes. The, the Bible is a super important tool to understand, uh, Number one, I'd say who God is, uh, and I won't go into that, except to say that I believe the Bible teaches us, and especially the New Testament, and especially the Gospels, teaches us that, that Jesus is God. God is exactly like Jesus, and that's the most important thing you can learn from the Bible, and if you don't get that, uh, I'm not sure what else is important. God is exactly like Jesus, Jesus came to show us the Father. Uh, but that takes some time, you know, there's, there's so much of the Bible that, that we uh, misunderstand because we don't get that foundational, fundamental, uh, uber important fact. God is exactly like Jesus, this is why Jesus came, to show us who God is. And anywhere that you don't see a God that looks like Jesus in the Bible, then you need to you need to look more closely. You need to you need to hold out the possibility that there's something else going on there. Uh, but you need to you need to be strong in the in the knowledge that God is exactly like Jesus. That Jesus came to show us who God is. Uh, and that may have been the most important thing he did. And the way he did that was the cross. So I'm not discounting the cross or the resurrection whatsoever, but I believe that they are both tools that serve to reveal the true character of, of God, of the one and only God, uh, or the only God who is one, let's put it that way. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's that's one currency that we can give. We can we can we can help people focus on Jesus, and the way we're going to do that is be focused on Jesus ourselves. You know, if we're if we are people who are not who are not focused on Jesus, who are not uh, experiencing the love of Jesus or uh, the benefits of loving Jesus and being in a relationship with Him uh, and understanding Him more deeply. Uh, then it's going to be hard for us to tell other people if we're not living that way. So, uh, I think the the biggest currency that I can give to to new followers of Jesus is the knowledge that God is exactly like Jesus. And that you can see that in one instance on the cross. And if you don't learn anything else, learn that. Uh, start there. That's fundamental. Of course, the other thing uh, I think would be the the understanding that Jesus is somebody not just to be believed in, but to be followed. That He, he showed us a way to live. Uh, a way to Obey God. A way to be in community with other people who love God, uh, and the way of love. Right? He showed us the way of love. Love uh, is is the way that Jesus walked on Earth and continues to walk on Earth, uh, and that when we follow the way of love as Uh, demonstrated by Jesus, then we are following in his footsteps and we are truly his disciples. Uh, So yeah, number one, knowing that God is exactly like Jesus, as demonstrated on the cross. Number two, uh, Jesus is a person to be followed. Right? To be followed. Uh, And I would say, number two, B or part two of number two (laughs) is uh, the the way Jesus walked on earth is in love, and that that's the way we need to walk—to love, to love people, to forgive uh, people—and that this is this is a superior way of life, uh, and there is no other way that Jesus walked or has ever walked on the earth and therefore there's no other way for us, there's no other choice for us but love. Uh, And I would say another thing is that Jesus has forgiven you completely, all of the sins prior to you accepting Him, and all the sins that you will commit after. He has forgiven everything, Uh, He has taken uh, the punishment that, that death Demanded of sin. He's taken that out upon himself. Uh, and he has nailed that to the cross. And we are forgiven. We we need not fear. There's no, no road that we need fear to take. As long as Jesus is with us, who can be against us? Right? Uh, and... Number four, I would say. Yes, number four. Where am I? Number four. Yeah, three was forgiveness that Jesus has forgiven you completely. Number four, I would say, is uh, that community is what happens naturally, right? Jesus community is what happens naturally when one follower of Jesus meets another that fellowship there, knowing that we love and follow the same Lord, will help us draw closer to each other. Um, that's something that I would want them to know. Uh, the community is a natural thing. that it's, it's, It can be intentional uh, without being forced or, or coerced. And community is something that is so organic uh, that it cannot be limited to uh, a membership of of people who meet in a certain building. Or or who who happen to be on a roll call, uh, a roster if you will. Uh, Community is much more organic than that. It's not something that we control. Uh, Community is, is really... The biblical word for for a community is the kingdom of God and that is where uh, wherever Jesus is followed as Lord, wherever Jesus is followed as Lord, wherever He is obeyed in love, uh, the kingdom advances and that kingdom I think we can call uh, the community of believers today. Kingdom's not such a PC word, right? Uh, we like to think that we uh, we are in charge. But the interesting thing about God's kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, uh, is that He still allows us free choice and He still forgives our trespasses. Even when we don't follow Him, He still forgives us. And so it's not the kind of kingdom, uh, it's not a kingdom of men made by men uh, for men, it's a kingdom of God made for men, uh, and it's a kingdom of forgiveness and acceptance uh, and co-partnership. Turn the heater down a it's a little loud. <clears throat> uh, so this is the kingdom that Jesus is building, and He's. He's building in me, and He's building in you. And as we come together and and create a a place or a space, and I don't mean a physical place or space, I mean a spiritual place or space, where He is is followed. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say follow equals worship. Uh, Maybe that's for another time. I think I kind of uh, hit on that last week. But uh, yeah, I think follow equals worship. I think the way you worship Jesus is by following Him. Primarily. Uh, And so, yeah, these things, uh, these four things, and this is not an exhaustive list, uh, but I think these four things, uh, knowing these, help us have better cash flow in the kingdom, from my experience. Now you're going to say, why don't you talk about prayer, or, you know, why don't you talk about Bible study? I think we'd kind of hit on knowing the Bible. Uh, but, But I think knowing Jesus is far more, far more valuable than just knowing the Bible. And I think you can know the Bible on one level, without knowing Jesus. And I think there's a lot of people out there who know the Bible who have overlooked Jesus, and I know I was one of those people, and I, I, I hope I'm not today. And then prayer, you know, we have this word prayer, and it's its an important word, word right? It's its something that, that happens um, when we want to communicate something to God, but we know that that Jesus hears everything. He knows everything. He knows our hearts and our minds. He knows all of the desires of our heart. And furthermore, he wants to, he wants to aid us. He wants to help us. Uh, and that everything he does and everything that happens to us doesn't happen without him knowing about it or understanding. Uh, and Sometimes things don't go our way. Oftentimes things don't go our way. Oftentimes uh, we suffer. Uh, This is the way of Jesus. Jesus suffered. And I think in this world of sin, in this world that has been so corrupted by sin, unfortunately suffering is the best path left to us to experience the divine. Suffering unfortunately is how because of the corruption of sin how now we approach uh, I think Christ we, we uh, Paul says uh, I want to know the, the fellowship of his suffering right uh, because he knows that understanding Jesus' suffering and suffering uh, for Jesus or with Jesus is a way to to draw closer to Jesus. Suffering, unfortunately, is the only path left to us, uh, I think, in this corrupt world, to draw closer to Jesus. Uh, And so for him to take away our suffering would mean that he would take away uh, our path to a relationship with him. As humans have chosen to sin, we've created this world, and He's given us the choice to do that. Uh, So I think to to try to take away someone's suffering uh, is not as important as committing to suffer with them, to weep with those who weep, right? Um, I think that co-suffering, when we suffer with each other, I think we grow closer to Jesus Uh, and the distance uh, mind you is not a distance that God has created it's a God that we create Uh, sorry it's a distance that we create Um, the God that we create is a whole other podcast I think Uh, so yeah you know prayer Jesus knows everything and I'm not saying don't pray I think there, there's benefit to prayer. I think James saw this, uh, the writer of the book of James. I, I think there is benefit to prayer, obviously. Um, but I think prayer, again, just like uh, the kingdom, uh, is going to be something that is going to happen naturally. Uh, it'll be a part of your life. And you you may pray when you don't even know you're praying. I think you'll find yourself in conversation with Jesus more often. Uh, not even thinking about it—something that comes naturally. Uh, so, now I think I think uh, scheduled prayer, devoted prayer—you know, being committed to a certain time—I think that's great. I think that's fine as long as that helps you uh, draw closer to Jesus. And I think he, he still meets people there and he will always meet people there who, who approach him that way. Uh, because again, the distance between us and God is not created by God, it's, it's created by us. So he's always, he's always there, he's always willing. And he, he accommodates all of the ways that we try to approach him. I think he'll accommodate everything to an extent. Uh, but I'm not sure that just committing to a time is going to bring the fruit uh, just because you've put in the time and the effort and you've sacrificed uh, because here again the distance between us and God is not created by God uh, so yeah I yes pray by all means pray but i think it's just as important to have natural times of of conversation uh, with Jesus that that just happen um, naturally. I don't know how else to say that. You know, um, you know, I'm surrounded by people every day who who don't know Jesus, and even if they know of Jesus, they more than likely don't have a relationship with Him. And so, I have ample opportunities just to say know, Jesus, bless this guy. You know, show, show him, show him your face. Now bless that guy. And give him, give him joy that he can't understand. so He'll go seeking for you. And, and uh, this lady in this car, you know, just uh, come to her uh, in her suffering uh, and let her know that that her suffering is not in vain, and that uh, and that you uh, are near. Send us, send, send, send the people, send, send the workers, send, send those who walk in the kingdom to those who do not know the kingdom. Grow your family, Jesus. You know, so I think it's you know prayer it's something that you can just just do without you know the trappings of ritual ritualism. You know? The thing is, Jesus loves every person you pray for already. He knows them way more than you could ever know them. And He wants what's best for them. How could it be otherwise? How could a, a God who dies on the cross for the sins of all mankind see it, anyway, I'm drawing near to my, uh, my school, and I'm going to have to get to work soon, it's been great, uh, talking to you guys about spiritual cash flow, uh, maybe I should call it spiritual cash flow, maybe we should call it Creflo, like Creflo flow maybe not, maybe that's a bad idea, <laughs> uh, But yeah, how 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 can we uh, increase and help increase the spiritual cash flow that people need uh, to to walk through this uh, life with Jesus uh, in a way that brings the healing uh, and the peace and the forgiveness uh to to the world in which we live yeah to the to the people uh, that we contact on a daily basis uh, so yeah I'm gonna leave it right there um, thanks for listening for all all two of you or whoever listens to this <laughs> I would love you guys to check in you know I, I've been doing this for going on two and a half years maybe Okay, maybe two years and two months, not quite two and a half, but I would love to hear from you guys. You know, I, I have a Facebook page, um, that you guys can access, leave a note, uh, I don't know who you are. Um, this would work so much better in a relationship, uh, than just me, uh, spouting, uh, uh, yeah, un- unintelligible words. Uh, So I hope this is a blessing to you, and uh, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.